Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you. Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America, Babylon. And transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite. You are listening to Omega Man Radio Network. With Shannon Davis. Brother Terry. Praise the Lord, sir. How you doing, man of God? Hey, I'm doing pretty good today. How about you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. Hey, it's good to hear your voice, Brother Terry. Uh, Folks, welcome aboard today. We are live here on Friday, July 21st, 2000. Yep, that's right, 21st, 2023. And uh, hey, excited to have with us. (laughs) Pastor Terry Jefferson of Word of Revelation Church in Columbus, Georgia. Brother Terry, uh, would you like to open us in prayer today? Amen. Precious Father, we thank you one more time for allowing us into the presence of the King. We pray to the Lord that your word would have dominion in our life. God, every foul spirit that would try to hinder us from hearing the Spirit of the Lord, uh, operating in the Spirit of God, uh, keeping us from walking in, in faith, we bind that spirit right now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, we surrender our whole life, whole being to you, God, that you will use it as you will see fit. Father, we loose the anointing to attack the demonic forces of darkness that's literally trying to blind the minds and hearts of men. We actually, dear God, that you would give us the strength to rise up 
and be about your business. Father, we repent of anything we've said, done, or thought that wasn't right, or uh, participating in something that was not allowed. We ask you to uh, uh, write. We ask that you forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We, we surrender everything to you. And Father, we acknowledge you in all of our ways. We ask God that you would get the hearts and minds of the people ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. We pray for Omega Man Radio. We pray for Brother Shannon and his family. We pray, God, that your people would just draw very close to the Lord. Right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I bind up any demonic retaliation against the saints for wanting to get truth and revelation knowledge. We ask you, God, that give us understanding in areas that we don't. Help us to walk according to the word of faith. We know that we have the power because you gave it to us. And God, help us to please you in every area of our life. We bind and break demonic word curses, expected curses, inherited curses, cultural curses off of the people of God. Lord, that we will be about your business right now in Jesus' name, blood covered, blood bought, and blood washed. Amen. Thank God. I say amen to that. Brother Terry, the mic is yours. You take it away. You got all the time you like. Amen. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. We just want to honor the Lord today. Um, God God is good. We, we have to... Um, talk about some things that it's a problem today because our world is so crazy but in spite of the problems that you have in your life your problems does not change your assignment uh, a matter of fact the problem will probably enhance your assignment because you got to press in to get the things accomplished uh, the word of the Lord says in in, in 1 Corinthians 14.33 for God is not the author of confusion but of peace and as in all churches of the saints. So uh, God didn't cause the chaos in your life. He didn't write the book on deceiving you. He didn't write the book on, on, on or the rules to make you fall. God didn't do that. The chaos in your life is, is when the word of the Lord says Satan has enticed you and you, he'll draw you away. And, and then after he draws you away, sin will be the results of you falling away from God. And, and you will give birth to something that can virtually destroy you or mentally destroy you or physically destroy you. Psychologically destroy you So you have to stay focused on the things of God In spite of what you're going through uh, Sometimes it's very hard to navigate through your life uh, When you are not sure what you want for your life That's why you acknowledge God And you let God begin to show you what's needed in your life To help you do what He wants uh, Very easy because you're human And you have human nature And in your human nature You know you desire what you want but many times you can desire stuff that's not best for you and you can pursue things that really waste of time. Uh, God said, if you acknowledge me, I'll show you what you need. I'll show you how, how to deal with what's going on. Um, years ago when I was, I think I was in my 30s then, and the Lord told me to to start eating asparagus. And I Lord, I don't like that stuff. He said, I don't care. You just eat it. Okay, I guess he knew what was coming down the road and I was going to need it for health benefits. And then so, so I started eating asparagus. Boy, that stuff do something to your body. Oh, my God, your urine stink, your poop stink 10 times worse. But it has medicinal purposes because when I started eating the asparagus, uh, my urine turned like a goldish color. It's like I done ate a thing full of vitamins. I said, yeah, hey, boy, this stuff really be good. Uh, you you got to understand when God gives you a directive, you need to pray sometimes ask God how to fulfill that directive. The world has a narrative it wants you to follow, and many times it's, it can be so, so confusing. So you have to get with the Lord, and Lord, 
I don't quite know how to do this. I don't quite understand this. I can't even tell you why this is happening. But if it's allowed, then God, there's got to be some benefit in it for me. So when you begin to go before the Lord, you got to really tell God, Lord, how can I use the incidents that happened to me to be a blessing to the people of God so that I can pour into them and they can draw very close to you? So God is not the one to create the chaos. Uh, the devil, it, remember when, when uh, <laughs> I thought this was so funny, when the Lord told Peter, Satan desires to sift you. He wants you. That, that devil wanted to destroy you. He desired to sift you as wheat. And, and, and you got to understand uh, that word sift is, is quite unique because it, it, sift means to be, one of the meanings of it is just to shake up. I mean, literally to shake up. To, to agitate, uh, to overthrow, uh, it, it's going to try your faith. So there are things in your life, your faith is going to be tried. But when you get to be a determined servant of the Lord, a determined saint of God, uh, in spite of what you go through, you still got to keep going. And I tell any saint, tragedy, uh, trauma, uh, crazy circumstances does not alter or change your assignment. It might be harder to fulfill your assignment, but the assignment does not change because God has a mandate that he needs you to do because God is in the business of salvation. He's in the business of saving. He's in the business of deliverance. And and, and, and if God has got that gifting in you, you have to understand it is the enemy's job to kill, steal, and destroy. So it is his job to, as, as the word destroy says, one of the meanings of that is render useless. He's got to make you so miserable that you cannot function as God tells you to function. And, and, and so you got to learn how to put your arm on. You got to learn how to stand in faith. You got to learn how to pull down um, uh, strongholds. You got to learn how to move mountains. Uh, you got to learn how to break curses off your life. You got to learn how to think. You got to learn how to speak. You got to learn how to give. You got to learn how to receive. Uh, you got to learn to, to really ask God to teach me the weapons of warfare so that I can use them effectively. To stop the enemy from devouring me. Uh, what the word of the Lord says. Saying this. He's a he's an adversary. He goes about looking. He's looking for people to destroy. He, he's looking for people to dis, dis devour. He's looking for people to consume. This devil looks for people. With, to put chaos in their life. And, and you got to understand me. The bigger the ministry. Sometimes the harder it is. It, when you when you're. God has set you up to minister to millions. When God has set you up to, to, to reach the world, when God has set you up to, to, to get people prepared to hear a revelation from God, uh, you have to understand it is the enemy's job to try to stop that from happening. Uh, you got to hear me. Stuff don't happen by accident. That, that, that's, that's crazy. Uh, that enemy is set up against you. He's doing stuff to hinder you. Just just the other day, me and my sweetie pie went out. I, I had to go out to the church, and I walked outside, and there was a dead bird. Somebody killed a dead red bird and threw it, it, it right there in front of where cars are. And so I had to go out and clean the bird up, get my anointing, and I walk around and anoint that area and break any demonic curses off of what what was caused by this dead bird. And, and my wife told me the next day, she said, "Baby, that this bird hit the window because we seen bird feathers and." I guess bird debris on our window outside the house. So, you know, we had to re break the curse. And, and let me tell y'all something. This battle is real. You have got to get used to fighting the good fight of faith. And God tells you sometimes you're going to have more than one battle that you're dealing with at one time. 
But God says you're more than a conqueror. God says what you have in you, you use it correctly. You're going to overcome, period. The, the thing about Job is Job went through some tragedies. He went through some trauma. He went through some heartache. He went through some pain, but he endured it. And, and, and he didn't endure it the best way, but he survived it. And because he survived it, uh, God had to make him amen, uh, uh, realize some stuff about himself wasn't right. Job was very self-righteous because he, he told his friends, uh, my dogs are better comforters than you. Wow. But but Job had to understand in his walk with God, for God to perfect him, uh, God had to make him aware of what was wrong with him. Even though Job was called a righteous man, uh, Job was a, a man of God. He was a real man of God. Though he was righteous, he still had issues and problems. Saints, God, you ain't going to meet no perfect saints. You're not going to meet someone that's so perfect they don't mess up no more. I don't know nobody like that. I know some very, very anointed, anointed men of God. Uh, some of these cats are so tough, it's just kind of mind-boggling. But they got problems. And the thing about operating in the office of the prophetic, uh, God shows you issues with other people. And, and a lot of things God shows me, I just don't tell. I just pray about it and ask God to, you know, to strength, strengthen the brethren. Like Jesus said, I've prayed for you that your faith would not fail. And you look at all the apostles, uh, Peter was, was considered one of the strongest ones. But you look at what Peter did, he lied from fear. But, but, but the thing is, he was convicted, and after his conviction, he cried. You know, he started recognizing, I got to get this thing together. I got to come up. I, I got I to get this thing going to the point. I'm not going to worry about dying. Uh, uh, what David said, I would not fear what man would do to me. I'm going to do what God tell me to do. Saints of God, right now you really need to be a witness to the Lord. Even if you don't know the best way to witness, just tell them about the love of Jesus. Tell them about repentance. Tell them about service to the Lord. Uh, tell them about what it's like for you. Give your testimony of how God delivered you. And, and you'll be amazed how many saints had to battle suicide. You'll be amazed how many saints had to, to battle this demonic spirit that's trying to get them to take their life. Saints of God, Satan desires to sift you as wheat. It is his desire to, to come in and agitate your life. It's his desire to come in and, and I mean, literally shake stuff up. It, 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 one of the means of that word uh, sift is, is an inward agitation, it, it, meaning it, you're going to have some mental issues fighting you. You're going to have this devil fighting your mind to the point sometimes you can't think straight. You, you're going to have stuff happening to the point uh, you're going to be overwhelmed. He, he, remember, he's trying to overthrow you. He's, he's trying your faith. And, you know, talk is cheap. Oh, I got faith to move mountains. Well, we finna find out. We, we really finna find out. We finna find out if you can can, can hold off and, and not fight. And, and, and amen, uh, stop fighting. Amen. Because we're going to see how tough you are. We want you to say you're going to keep fighting. Well, you're going to have to fight off. The desire to sexual sin. You got to fight off the desire for pornography. You got to fight, fight off the desire for uh, masturbation and all this crazy anal sex. And, 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 and one thing I've found that it's amazing to me, you have a lot of movie stars, famous people that, that literally have made these sex tapes. And I'm asking, I said, but Lord, if, if they already rich, what would they got to make these tapes for? You would be amazed. The Lord said they got to stay in power. They got the money, but they, some of them don't have the power. So they use these tapes to get popularity to stay in power. 
some people don't do things for money. Some people do things for control. And so for God to control your life, you got to do what God tell you to do. And saints, everybody got to repent. I'm constantly repenting. God, I'm so sorry for having such a nasty attitude. I'm so sorry, God, for just getting so angry with this person. God, I'm so sorry for not reading or or spending time with you. I'm constantly repenting. God, I'm so sorry for not, amen, just having a better attitude about the situation. Uh, Saints of God, we're all imperfect. Like the lady, what's a blessing is when the lady that was caught in the midst of adultery, uh, what what did her accuser say? You know, we caught in the midst of adultery. We want to see what you're going to do. You say you love the law. And, you know, Jesus act like he wasn't even paying attention to him. He stood on down, right in the ground. And when he stood up, he said, well, I want to ask y'all something. How many of y'all live so perfect you ain't got no sin in your life? Tell me which one that ain't never messed up. Tell me which one that ain't never said something crazy. Tell me which one ain't never had the wrong feeling at the wrong time with the wrong people. Tell me the ones, amen, that guard your eyes and guard your ears and guard your mouth and guard your feet. Tell me which one, amen, is so perfect. They're always in the right spirit. They're always saying the right thing. Amen. You tell me which one, amen, that ain't got no faults and you're just a perfect servant of God. He said, I'd like to know that. Because if that's the case, we got to start stoning you first. You messed up just like she did. So you can't put your mouth on folk because they mess up. Uh, well, you know, even if you speak up, it's righteous indignation. You can speak up, but there's even a right way to do that. You got some people always talking about, well, I didn't have proper guidance. You have a conscience. You have a conscience. And in your conscience, uh, you got to understand that God will let you know what's right or wrong. God will let you know when you think wrong or do wrong or feel wrong, if you let that devil talk into doing something and you're going to get away with it, you, you're deceived. You're deceived. Just because God has not punished you yet when he done warned you over and over, uh, he's going to get you sooner or later. You got to understand me. We are running out of time. It, it's very easy to, to, to think that you got away with it because you just haven't got caught yet. Uh, but your time coming. Get this thing straight with God. You'll be amazed how God will straighten things out if you just repent. If you just tell God, Lord, Lord, I'm so sorry for what I did. I'm so sorry for what I said. I'm, I'm so sorry for, for a nasty attitude. I'm, I'm so sorry for just you know, not being right. And let me tell you all something. Some of the best saints are ex-crazy sinners. Y'all got to hear me. When you get white folks that are so racist and they hate blacks and they get saved, they really get saved. Like God baptized them in love and they just get abused. You got these these blacks that hate whites and call them blue-eyed, blonde-haired devils when, when, when they repent and really get saved and God baptized them in love, they take abuse and their abuse mostly come from other blacks because they don't want you to hurt help these white folks. I, it's kind of crazy when you meet whites that get mad at other whites for helping blacks or Asians or poor folk or amen, homeless folk. It's amazing. You, you mean to tell me you're going to get mad at me because I'm trying to help these people? Well, they the wrong color. Well, 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 what is the right color? You tell me. Tell me. And you know what? Black folk need to wake up because they say, we the original. I, I hear this so much. Well, we're, we're the original people. So everybody else came from us. So what? You still in sin. You still got to be born again. You got to do just like everybody else. Repent, give your heart to the Lord, and change your ways. So it don't matter if you're the original or you're the first or the last, you still got the same task before going. 
Some of the best folks are the ones that did the worst stuff. You got a lot of so-called church folk, just like that girl in Acts 16, 16. You know, these be the holy men of God. Show us the way of salvation. Or tell us all about salvation. She was saying the right thing, but she was in the wrong spirit. And, and if you ain't right, you're going to sit up and be confused about what, what she's saying the right thing, but she ain't living the right way. God is not the author of confusion. God, God is not the, the, the author of confusion chaos in your life you you got to understand uh, that word confusion means instability god is not the reason for the instability in your life god is not the reason for the disorder in your life god is not the reason for the disturbance in your life and and i'm telling you fight against yourself when you get into rebellion against god god said rebellion is this is the sin of witchcraft so we have to get our hearts right with the lord we you got to practice thinking right you got to practice speaking right you got to tell start quoting scriptures keep cue cards with you if you have to but when you get to thinking crazy pull out your cue cards just start reading your cue cards start reading your bible uh, father help us to stay focused help us to be about the father's business i'm telling y'all hard times are coming I think I'll see it in my lifetime. I think God might come in my lifetime. I'm, I'm still young. I ain't but 60. Amen. If I make it another 20, 30 years, I want to be working for the Lord and serving his majesty, our king. Can you imagine how many people will go to hell because of sin, ungodliness, wickedness? Do, do you understand if the devil goes about as a roaring lion, he makes a noise. His voice is being heard. He's making people aware. See, you got to understand, if you're going to create a narrative, uh, uh, you got to have it out there and get people to accept it. So no matter how crazy some is, you're going to have some crazy followers. As, as, as we know, the word of the Lord says, ain't but one going. And Jesus said, if, if anybody come and tell you, I, I, I seen Jesus, I seen him. He out there in the desert. I'm telling you, he down there on Folk Street. He downtown in this hotel. Come on, folk. You mean to tell me the king of all kings, the one that is is, is 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 the power of all power, the one that knows what you think, why you think, how you think, the very ones that design your your wonderfully made body, the, the one that can tell the beginning before the amen, tell the ending before the beginning ever start. You trying to tell me he gonna sit up and have to ride in a car? Come on, folks. Our God ain't no joke. Our God is king above all kings. You got to understand, that means there's no one above him. There's no one like him. There's no one to compare to him. Our God is the king that you're going to have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ when you leave here. Can you imagine being a racist or a sinful person or a pedophile or a homosexual or a cross-dresser or a liar or a cheat, an adulterer, fornicator? Can, can you imagine uh, being a person that's full of wickedness and you die and stand before that going? Especially if you're racist, why didn't you like them? Because they're beneath us. They ain't got what we're, they're, they're inferior to us. What, what, why are you, you're a man and you're so in love with men? Because uh, you made me this way. <laughs> like God, like God make mistakes. No, bro. Some of the best saints are the ex-saints, are the ex-sinners. I've seen some saints of God so tough and so full of love. It's just, it, 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 it kind of messed your mind up because, my God, how can this brother take this abuse? But they understand what God did. They understand how God did it. 
They, they, they were made aware of what was wrong with them. They was made aware of the stuff that they did to push them away from God. And, and by all rights, they should be dead and in hell and on fire and tortured and being burned. But God's mercy is everlasting to everlasting. God's mercy is, is so good that, amen, all the confusion in their life, God is working through all the confusion to get to them. When you get saved, you got to learn how to close doors. You got to learn how to close, uh, attack the strong man over your life. The head demon assigned to destroy you, you're going to have to face him sooner or later. You got to get past your trauma. You got to get past your fear. You got to get past your embarrassment. Uh, you you got to get past your shame and just go to me. You ain't got to tell what's wrong with you. Amen. You can go before God and tell that. And if the Lord see fit for you to tell it, and the only reason God will let you tell it because it's going to help somebody else. He said, after you are converted, strengthen the brethren. So once you get past all this stuff wrong with you, once you get past and stop complaining so much, and amen, everybody complain. Don't let anybody tell, oh, there was that old song, I won't complain. That's a lie. Get hit hard enough, you complain like everybody else everybody else and you know how so many people talking about well i'm a holy woman of god uh, i don't believe in sex before marriage and hey man get lonely enough and you ain't you ain't where you're supposed to be in god you'll drop them drawers like everybody else i mean you're bending over just like everybody else i'm amazed when these so-called hypocritical saints thinking they're bending everybody man everybody go through everybody go through Everybody got this devil fighting their mind. Everybody see crazy stuff. Everybody think crazy stuff sometimes. Amen. And let me tell you something about serving God. Don't expect everybody to support you. As much as you're working to do good, as much as you're working to help the people of God, as much as you're working to get people free, as much as yourself as you give them to help folk, everybody is not going to be for you and against you. Oh, I just think that's just so unnecessary. That's because you, you, you ain't doing it. That's because you ain't got the vision. God didn't give you my vision. He gave you your vision. Y'all got to understand, we are running out of time. Buckle down, get it together, get your reading on, get your reading up. Ask God to come in and ask God to do a work in your life. And you got to go and admit, Lord, I messed up. Father, I, I said something I shouldn't have said. And I, I said the right thing, but God, I just wasn't in the right spirit. I, I, I threw it in their face and I used that, what they did to, as, as a tool or weapon against them. I repent and help me to go back and get the nerves up, go back and apologize. As the spirit of God uh, calls you, uh, God got to raise you up to be about his business, period. God got to raise you up to be about his business. We are at a place where our world is so confused. Remember, I'm, I'm not the author of instability. I'm not the author, author of disturbance. I'm, 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 I'm not the author. I didn't, I didn't pin the rules, amen, to mess you up. I, I, I didn't pin the rules to create disorder in your life. I didn't do that. What did God say in Proverbs 4? Uh, um, wisdom is the principal thing, but out of all you're going to get understanding. You have got to understand what's going on with you. You got to know what's fighting you. You got to know how it's fighting you. And more than important than that, I think you got to know why it's fighting you. Because if you don't know why it's fighting you and why it's getting an advantage over you, you're not going to be able to stop it. But when you get revelation on what is going on in your life and, and God is stopping this craziness uh, with you, you're going to be amazed. How God will wake you up to what's going on and how God will come in and, and change the, the, destructive, the destructive spirits that are fighting you. God will change you and 
put his power in you and raise you up and cast out of you defeat. Cast out of you heartache and pain. He'll cast out of you confusion and error. Because you got to understand me. Uh, uh, First Peter 5 and 8. Uh, there's a devil that's a roaring lion. He's looking for somebody he can destroy. Remember in, in what's that, John 10, 10? Uh, but the enemy comes not but to kill, steal, and destroy. You got to hear me. He wants to make you ineffective. He wants to make you to the get you to the point you don't have confidence in the gifts of God in your life. Uh, God said, you ain't going to do it on your strength anyway. It's my strength. My word is your power. My word is your revelation. Uh, it is my spirit that supplies, amen, the understanding that you need. He said, I'm your teacher. I'm your redeemer. I'm the one that makes ways for you. You got to acknowledge me. Thank you, Father. Y'all got to hear me. This is a fight to the finish. I'm not the author of confusion. God said, I am not the, the problem in your life. I'm the solution. It, it, like the word of the Lord said, let no man say he is tempted of God. When, when you're being tempted, when you're being uh, barreled over, when, when you're being fought to the point that you just can't function and you're just losing control, you, you got you got to hear me. God said, I'm going to be the one that would literally help you. I'm going to be the one that, that makes sure you survive what you're going through. Uh, God is going to do some things that, that can help you if you do what he tell you to. Y'all got to hear me. Uh, God is doing a work and he's doing a work in you. And what you got to understand is if he's going to work in you, you got to learn what work is he doing. Amen. Uh, you got to hear me. That that word devour, it's a, it's a really a tripped up word because it means to swallow up or to swallow down, consume you. Uh, I mean, just, just to devour you, to overtake you, uh, to destroy you. That's the devil's job. God said, blessed is the man that endures temptation. You got to be able to take it. Amen. God's not telling you to complain. You know, not complain sometimes. You know, Lord, I'm, I don't like that. But there's a right and wrong time to complain. Whenever you got something that you don't like, you talk to the Lord about it before you talk to somebody else. Saints of God, I've been in this since June of 1982. I think that's what, about 41 years? Saints out of the back street so many times. <laughs> Amen. Get mad. I, I, I was going through periods when I got my divorce. I was out there having my midnight booty calls and I was the preacher. I was preaching against sin, but I was in sin. I'm serious. I had to tell God, Lord, you got to help me, God. They, they did too juicy. It's something about women, man. Oh, God. The word of the Lord says you got to leave mom and dad alone and cleave. But I enjoy cleaving to me a woman. And I got some old girlfriends from high school, and they were coming by my apartment at night. And I tell them, all right, Lord, this last one. This last one. I promise this last one. Whoa, I tell you. And every time I say that this girl come by, oh, Lord, they go looking so good. I said, come on, Lord. I'm serious. This is going to be the last one. Just... I promise you, I ain't going to fool with that other woman until I get married. I, I made my mind up. I ain't even fooled with them that night. She thought I was crazy. Amen. But I was showing up in the mood to get that good. But I left her alone. I apologized to her because I didn't do nothing with her. And I told her why. Amen. And I think right after that, I met my wife. I told God, I don't need no girlfriend. I'm going to be screwing her. I'm going to be bending her over. I'm going to be doing have some sex with her. Uh, Lord, I need a wife. And when I found out that girl, my wife, come on, let's get on to the honeymoon. I'm ready to cleave. 
because I knew how I was. I knew my faults. I knew what I would do, and I knew I would fail too. So I said, Lord, I need me. A, I need me a wife. I don't need no girlfriend. God, I ain't gonna be able to touch it. And you gotta understand when you express sexual connection with somebody, when you give somebody sex, you're telling them I'm ready to connect with you on a whole new spiritual level, and that's what you're gonna do. But the thing you have to understand about that is once you get to that level of intimacy, your 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 past, present, and future is involved or affected, amen, by whoever you connected to. And so you have to start breaking curses and closing doors for the sin that you allowed in your life. Because you got to hear me, if you don't close these doorways, you're going to always be in a state of confusion. Remember, Gus, I, I'm not the one to confuse you. I'm not the one to make issues or problems for you. I'm, I'm not the one to, to, to have you destroyed I'm trying to preserve your life. God says you've been accepted into the beloved. Once you got saved, let, let me tell you something about the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Father, we know, is the great creator of all things. He said, Behold, I'm God, and there's none, there's, there's none like me. There's none you can even compare to me. And, and, and y'all got to understand uh, the, the Son, which is Jesus, the Christ, the anointed one, the chosen one, uh, uh, the one that has the power to, 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 to redeem you, he is the redeemer. And you got to understand, redeem means I'm buying you back and I'm, I'm not selling you anymore. You, I'm not going to say, yeah, I'm on, I, I got you. You're in my hands. You're like a tattoo in my hands. Amen. And, and the Holy Spirit is, is the teacher. So now you have a creator, a redeemer, and a teacher. And when you look at the church, the Father created the church, the Son redeemed the church, and the Holy Spirit is the teacher for the church. And, and you got to understand, you're the church. You're the you're what God's going to operate in. You're, you become God's voice. When, when God needs to say something and speak to carnal-minded people, he has a human person. The person might not be carnal, but they're sold out to God to the point they'll do what God tells them. They'll speak what you're going to think is carnal, but it's truth. Because you got people that are getting mad because you ain't telling them what they want to hear. Let me tell you something about walking with God. You might as well get your, get ready to get your bubble bust sometime. Some folk are hard-headed. Some folk are selfish. And some folk just ain't right. You got to repent and not get angry to the point you're ready to fight. You know, it's a shame if you read the paper, preacher beats up whole church because they wouldn't repent. That, that's not my job to make you to repent. I tell you about it, it's up to you to repent. I, I had a man of God, one of my armor bears, this beautiful brother in the Lord. He said, he came to me, he said, Pastor, I just don't see how you do this. Uh, they'll be reading about me in the paper. I'll be slamming everybody in the church talking trash like that to me. Man of God and woman, women of men, men and women of God, you have to hear me. The confusion in your life could be very well based on a lesson that God is trying to teach you. That confusion could be based on rebellion against God, disobedience against God. Uh, that confusion could be because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And what God does is he comes in and he brings order out of chaos. Your life is very chaotic. And so God's going to come in and, and, and the Lord is going to change things in your life. But for him to do that, you got to surrender your life. I, I love that God's not the author. I didn't write the book on making you fail. They say, how, you, how does it go? You got to live and learn. What you do after you've learned it, after you've figured it out, uh, you when you first come to the Lord, there's some things you, you got to figure out. God will hide things and get you to seek Him, and then He'll slowly reveal things. Amen. Things are not hid from you; they are hid for you. 
And so as you begin to seek God and begin to draw to the Lord, and, and some things you got to figure out, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Well, I do. I, I love it. A man of God came to me. He was a very good brother. Just beautiful man of God. And it's amazing. I grew up with this brother. I remember from junior high school. And we used to play basketball together all the time in junior high school. Well, I didn't really know him that good. I just knew him out on the basketball court. You know, as a, as an adversary on the ba- basketball court, I used to put it on him too. Uh, but he, he told me, when he first came to the Lord, there's some things he had to learn because he grew up a Jehovah's Witness. He just did not know. He did. So when he started coming to Word of Revelation and he started getting raw truths, by him accepting these truths, his life was changed. In order for God to bring the confusion out and expose it, then to bring healing in his life, he had to accept what he'd done wrong and repent and ask, and ask God forgiveness and invite the Holy Spirit in. And once God got in, now God got to reshape how he think. God got to reshape how he talk. God got to reshape, amen, how he perceived things. God said, all you, I need you to understand what's going on. Uh, you, you're, you're going through something, not only just for you to learn it, but to help those that I'm going to send to you after you get it. God will allow things in your life, what sometimes is very traumatizing and very tragic, amen, but you survive it. Now you can help the next person through the same issue, the same problem. The same thing. Uh, God is doing something in your life to, to make you understand you got to go through this. You got to learn this because you're not learning just for yourself. You're learning for somebody else too. the same confusion that you was very difficult for you to overcome. It's going to be very difficult for someone else to overcome. It is the devil's job to create chaos in your life, to create chaos in your marriage. Uh, it's the devil's job to turn your families against you. It's his job to attack your finances. It's his job to attack your health. But you got to understand that there's no one stronger than the God that you serve. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's king of all kings. If you put all the kings of time and every dimension together and every life form together, they'll never compare a measure to our one king. This one king, I really don't think we have human words uh, uh, to describe. The best we can do is all powerful. He got all power. He's all knowing. He knows everything. He's everywhere at the same time. And, and, and God is dimensional because he's in the past, the present, and the future. That means stuff that haven't even happened yet. God already there. It's amazing to me how God understands what you go through. Uh, this one fella, he was witnessing to this guy. Thank you, Father. He was witnessing to this guy. And this guy was really, really intelligent. And, and he was intimidated. You know, the man of God was intimidated by him. By him, And he kept telling the Lord, I can't talk to him because he's so smart. And this dude ain't going to listen to me. And the Lord spoke to him and said, yeah, he is smart. But he ain't smarter than me. I know stuff he don't know. He finally got that dude to come to church. And, and and that day, the Lord gave me a word from when I and I told him his word that the word the word that the Lord gave him changed his life. Today, this man is serving the, the Lord. Today, he's he's sold out to going. You, you got to hear me. You go through things not just for you. You go through things to help other people. You got to walk in love. That's why I tell you some of the best saints are the ones that did the craziest stuff. When you have ex racists ex-homosexuals, ex-drug dealers, ex-prostitutes, ex-pimps. You know, it's amazing. Because I never marry a prostitute. 
man, please. That girl give her life to the Lord and 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 get God get her back in shape and put things back together. That she might have been through four, five hundred men. Uh, but when God let her get with you and you and she put that thing on you, so oh Lord, thank you. I'm ready to cleave again. Man, you don't know what because if if she a prostitute and she want her husband, and so she won't be out there in prostitution and in sin. God has sent her husband. Everybody's not made to be a eunuch. Not me. I don't want to be no eunuch. Lord, no, I don't want to be no eunuch. I, I, I want me a, a woman. I like cleaving. But if I have to be a eunuch, I do that because that I want to please His Majesty, our King. But I'd rather not because, Lord, I like, even if I can't do nothing, and, amen, I like to have me a day where I can leave your whole hands when I look at it and think about precious memories. I'm serious. I want to say, Lord, I, I don't mind sitting down and holding hands and watching the TV. I can't do nothing but sit there and watch the TV and think about how it used to be. But the thing is, I got somebody in my life. But my success don't depend on me having a wife. Or your success don't depend on you having a husband. Your success depends on your obedience to his majesty, our king. And as you obey God, uh, God will open doors for you. And, you know, God might bring millions of beings in your life. You know, I like to have somebody to enjoy that with. I like to have me someone that if I do get me an RV, I want me a Prevo. I don't want no regular RV. I want me a nice one. Me and me and my sweetie probably go enjoy our, our, our Prevo. We go enjoy our, if I want me, I want me a nice house. You know, I want to live in an apartment. No, I don't want to live in no economy. I want me a house with some land. Amen. That way, if I want to go outside on the back porch in my drawers, I can go out there and enjoy myself out in the country. I ain't got no neighbors. But the thing is, I want to be obedient. I want to enjoy what God, God take me out with a bang. If I got to die, I want to live it up before I die. And I want to be holy and righteous in the presence of the Lord. And I want to say stuff that they don't want to hear, but you need them to hear it. And one thing you better know about serving God, you got to tell people stuff. Sometimes they don't want to hear it. But God loves them enough to tell them the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That is a process. You can be saved instantaneously, but it might take you some time to get free from the bondage that plagued you. It might take you some time to get free from the stuff that tore your life up. It might take you, take you some time to, to get to the point, hey man, I can overcome this. But if you stick this thing out with God, you'll win, guaranteed. God said, any man that put his hand to the plow and looking back is not fit for the kingdom. I think that's Luke 9, 62. You, you got to hear me. God said, start with me. I'll finish with you. What's that? Philippians 1 and 6. If I start a thing, I'll finish it. If I start a thing, I'll finish it. You got to understand there are different levels of strength in God. And, and what God has to do is, is what you can take, others can't. What others can take, you might not be able to take. So there might be some trials and tests that you're going to have to go through that's a lot harder than it is for somebody else. Some people weak. God said, uh, I will not put more on you than what you can handle. If, if you can't handle it, I'm not going to allow it. But if I allow it, I know you can handle it. So you, you got to understand, uh, God allows things in your life. God said, I train everybody I love, everybody I chase, and everybody that's going to work for me. I got to train them. And, and that word chasing, one of the meanings that is, is put you in schools. You got to be trained. You got to be taught to fight. Uh, what they said when they came out of Egyptian bondage, teach our hands to war. What you, God going to have to do that. But to teach them how to fight, he had to take them through enemy territory. I mean, he had to take them through through lands that didn't they didn't like, they didn't enjoy, they didn't love them. Uh, even when Moses 
told them, look, if you just let us pass through your land, we won't drink your water, eat your food. We just pass through. They still wouldn't let them pass through. So they had to fight. And then they wound up taking the folks' land and the land belonged to them. Y- y'all got to understand, there are things in your life uh, that you can achieve simply by being obedient. But to be obedient means you're going to have to fight. You got to fight the good fight of faith. You got to stand in faith. In order to stand in favor with God, you got to do what God has called you to do to keep God's favor on your life. Even David said, I remember when I was at thy right hand. Uh, it, that, that is a statement that, that, that means you're in favor with God. You have power with God. Uh, Jesus is the right hand of God. What well, Jesus is God. You, you got to understand that that's a term that is used that I'm the power that is. When God said in, in Genesis, let there be light, he might as well be saying, let me arise. Let, let, let me be the one to show you how stuff is. Let, let me be the one to reveal stuff to you. Let me be the one to shine into a dark place in your life. The scripture says in Genesis, when he created the light, it was good. He didn't say nothing about the darkness because that darkness is here anyway. And God said, let there be light. Let God arise. Let God stand up in your life. Let God be the one to illuminate things. Let, let God be the one to show you the areas in your life that, that the darkness has hid from you. Uh, let me take you into a place where, where you're going to be forced to fight, but win if you stick it out. You'll be amazed. God is so awesome. And, and, and God said in this last time, well, you're going to have a lot of people that have light in them, but their light is darkness. You got a lot of crazy teachings out here. You got doctrines of devils out here. You, you got stuff that's going on that, that's not right for the people. But you know, if you got some folk that are preach it because they make money off of it. <clears throat> I, I, I don't mind having money. And, and, and I preach and minister. If they don't pay me, they just don't pay me. I, I mean, I'm not caught up in money. I'm, I'm really not. Some people, when you're in ministry, they tell you, well, what's, well, I don't know what the word is. I forgot the word. You have to pay them a certain amount of money for them to come. Well, I, I've never been like that. I've never been like that. Uh, I said, well, just take up an offering and you can give me part of the offering. You know, and if they choose not to do that, uh, you know, and then I done preach and it's laboring and all that for the Lord. Do it as unto the Lord. Hey, man, even if they don't pay me. And let me tell you something about ministry. You got some tripped out folk in ministry. I went to this man's church. He told me, I want you to come and minister for me. That anointing was so strong on me. When I got in there, them people got so fired up, they ready to they ready to go. And just as I got ready to go up to preach, the preacher, the pastor called me apart and sat me down and said, look, I got to do this. Uh, we're going to let you preach another time. But okay, that's fine by me. I'm at your church. I'm under your authority. They will use your anointing to promote their ministry. You got folk would do that. And you have to tell them, well, look, whatever you want to do, I'm under your authority. I'm here to serve. Saints of God, when you serve, you got to hear me. Everybody don't like the way you serve. You, you Folk will get mad at you because you ain't mad at the people they mad at. Folk won't want God to be mad at, at them the way they mad at them. And, and God ain't like that. I done seen black folk, that, especially the five percenters, that tell you, you know, God, God is a black man. God is not a man. And God is not black and God is not white and God is not Asian. He's not Ham, Shem, RJP. They are the descendants of a fallen Adam. Adam was created in the image of God. All his descendants was created in the image of a fallen Adam. So they got some attached to them called death. And that death will shape their life. And when they come to the Lord and God just in, in, involve them in the life of God, now God is taking death out of them by breaking curses off of their life. And God is bringing them alive. And he's teaching them to be in his presence. And, and saints of God, the 
when the Lord showed me his throne, I'm telling y'all, the throne of God is bigger than a skyscraper. I mean, the biggest skyscraper was not nowhere near the size of the throne of God. God will let you look on his throne. He'll let you see him, but you cannot make out what his face looks like. But you can see the image of the Lord. And I'm telling you, our God ain't no joke. Ooh, our God. There's nothing more powerful than the God that we serve. You got to think. He knows what you think, why you think, how you think. He knows the purpose behind why you feel the way you do. You you got to hear me. The Lord is getting ready to come back. And what God is going to do before he come back is get rid of the spots, wrinkles, and blemishes. So all the stuff in the churches that ain't right, he got to correct. He's got to correct. And, and so God is separating the wheat from the tares. He, he's separating the sheep from the goat. He, he's separating uh, the, the publican from the Pharisee. And you know people see that publican and Pharisee. They think, no, the Pharisee was the wrong, wrong one. The publican was the right one because he prayed the right thing. He was in the right spirit. He he didn't want him look up and just repent. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm 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 messed up, Lord, and I need your help. But but you got some self righteous people in ministry that are very confused and think they're right. God said in the last days and times, there's doctrines of demons, and these people creating a narrative from from false teaching. These people falling for and they're putting them in confusion. It, I, I'm just amazed. When you meet the people to my oldest star, David, there is no star David in the Old Testament. There is no that, that was something that was brought in out of Babylon. <clears throat> Why would God take the, some of the strongest symbols in witchcraft and put them together, one upside right and one upside down, stick them together and call it the star David? That ain't God. I am amazed. I am amazed at the witchcraft that's going on in the churches. God is not pleased. In order for God to 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 get you delivered, you got to first submit to him. And after you submit, God's going to teach you what's up, what's right and what's wrong. Because there's a lot of jokers on this TV preaching. They ain't preaching the truth. When the Lord starts busting me out and telling me, Terry, look that up. Look that word up. Understand this word. Because I was listening to T.D. Jakes and, and the Copelands and, and all the rest of them. And I'm saying, you know, but Lord, why would they lie? When you start making money the way some of these jokers do, you're lying. I'm asking God, Lord, whatever it takes, I want to do right. I want to do right. I want to preach right. Help me so I won't preach lies and preach confusion or error. Let me tell you something. There is a spirit of confusion and it's running rampant in the churches because now you see homosexuals in churches. When I first seen the video of a drag queen preaching, I said, oh my God, we, we, we in some crazy times. Like Isaiah 5. They're going to call good evil and evil good. And you see that. They're going to call darkness light and light darkness. You're seeing that. That is confusion. That is error. That is delusional. You have literally got to be crazy to believe some of the stuff these people are saying. And, and you better study to show yourself approved because these jokes are preach something. It sounds so good and sounds so right, but it'll be wrong. When, when I heard Kenneth Copeland talking about Jesus went to hell and got raped by demons. Come on, man. You think God will let that happen? No. That shows you how bold these devils are. The same Kenneth Copeland bragging about being a billionaire. I really, y'all got to excuse me, but I really think that's a very demonic man. I wouldn't let that man touch me. I wouldn't let that man pray for me. No, I wouldn't let him put his hands on me because I wouldn't want none of these demonic transfers. And I think his wife just is messed up. 
to me, T.D. Jakes is messed up. He's a homosexual. And his wife just is messed up. And he is because she letting folk do yoga in the church. Come on, people. That comes straight out of witchcraft. And you letting them do it in the house of God? Come on, folk. God is not pleased. He's separating. And he's letting you see who's real and who's not. How can you sit up and tell God what he can and can't do? Who, who can and can't preach? You can't do that. You got women of God today that's supposed to be ministering the word of the Lord. They won't because they read. That was that in Timothy? Uh, 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 Corinthians or Romans? Well, a woman ought to be silent in the church. She can't have authority over man. Well, a woman should be silent in the church. But if she's a son of God, she has the authority to preach, teach, evangelize, and prophesy. As a son of God. Not as a woman. Y'all got to hear me. If you're a woman, you have the same authority that a man has. When God feels he don't have a female Holy Ghost and a male Holy Ghost. He has one Holy Spirit. Because he's filling one church. There is no such thing as a Jewish church and a Christian church. Ain't but one church. All of us got to repent. All of us got to be born again. All of us got to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. So when you meet these Jewish people, so-called Jewish people, uh, I heard this one dude said, the Jews that you see over there in Israel right now, those are descendants of Germans. Those are people that was converted to Judaism. They're not real Jews. And I love talking to them because when you really get down to the money, get down to the penny, they can't answer you. Just like the five percent is the black folks that think we God, we the black man is God. Well, then if the black man were God, why did he allow slavery? You mean to tell me you're gonna let these jokers tear you up, tear your family up, split your family up, but you God and you gonna allow that? Come on! So evidently somebody lied to him. Somebody lied to him. And then I heard this lady talking about the woman is God, the female is the God. I said, well, well why do women get raped? If a woman is a God, why would she let a man come in and do what he want to her? This one girl told me she got gang raped. They raped that girl every kind of way you can be raped. Anal rape. They they they, they having you know give, making her give them oral sex and they coming in her mouth and they they having sex with her in her anus and and I, I mean passing her around, bending over. If a female is a god, why would she even allow that? God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of craziness and chaos. What God is doing is training you. To come up out of the mess that you're in so it can get you prepared for ministry. Because I'm telling y'all, hard times is coming. Get prayed up. Get in the word. Ask God for the strength to be able to, to finish this thing out. We are running out of time. I'm serious. Running out of time. Don't let this devil hoodwink you. And don't let him get you to the point that he'll throw some out there to entice you or to hook you or bait you. And, and you fall for it. Hey Amen. You, you got to understand you got to understand, uh, there's an accuser, and his name is Satan. The word says he's an accuser of the brethren. And when, and when that word accuse means I, I'm against you. i got a complaint against you. i got a, a complaint against you being in the, sem- in the, sem- in the assembly. i got a complaint against you for being saved. Simply because you're serving God, i got something wrong. I see something wrong with you. God, God is not the author, the author of confusion. And, and that word author means uh, I'm not the desire to get you confused. I'm not the cause of the problems in your life. I'm not the one that's craving for you to fall or fail. 
I'm I'm not the chief leader to destroy you. I'm not the one. I'm not the captain that's going to come in and make stuff difficult for you. I'm not like that. The Lord is pure love. And saints, if God didn't love us, we wouldn't have made it. God said if he didn't come back in time, he, he said there would be no flesh saved. So God got to cut the time short. We're living at a time now where people trust in AI over reality. How are you going to sit up and trust a machine that ain't got no feelings or emotions? And you're going to trust a machine to make decisions for you. You're very foolish if you do that. We are running out of time. God is doing something and he's doing it now. Get in on it. Revival is coming. But heartache and pain is coming right behind it. Because God showed me people so angry and mad and enraged over you standing for truth. You got to be able to. I'm, I'm telling God, Lord, if I have to give my life for you, then help me to get ready to die for you. I don't even want to complain. I don't even want to give these devils the satisfaction to send me all word. No, you got to take my life. Either God going to rapture me or y'all got to kill me. I ain't making no deals with the devil. And God showed me preachers making deals with the enemy uh, just to enhance their, their, their ministry. When God allowed this devil to come to me, I, he knew I wasn't going to give in to him. I said, Lord, why'd you even let him come to me? He said, because I knew you wouldn't give in to him. I won't. I might be the, the I, how they say, you know, he ain't the sharpest knife in the kitchen, but I'm still a knife and I can still cut. I might not cut as effectively as I should, but I can still cut. So I can get some things done for his majesty, our king. I can get folk delivered and healed and saved by the power of the Holy Spirit. I can't do it, but God can. I can't hear you, but God can. I can't make it right, but God can. Our God is king of all kings, Lord of all lords. He's the great creator of all things. Amen. There is no other way but Jesus Christ, period. Period. There's no other way. And what God is doing now is he's separating them. And he's showing you who real and who ain't. He's showing you going to stick it out and who won't. He's going to show you who in and who ain't. He's going to show you the haves and the have-nots. Who really have them and who don't. God tells you don't judge a book by its cover. Because they might look saved and don't be saved. A bit more saved. Just because they got a preacher calling in and all these vestments and stuff. That don't mean nothing. Look at John the Baptist. He dressed like a bum. Amen. Ate stuff that folk probably normally wouldn't eat. But he was an awesome prophet of God. You cannot outrun God. When God's call is on your life, you can't be like a Jonah and take off running. Amen. Because you, you don't want God to forget the folk that, that you don't like. You can't do that. You humble yourself and you repent. And you invite the Holy Spirit in and God will train you. He'll set things up for you and he'll make a way for you. I'm telling you, God will do stuff that you have never seen God do. And he'll do it just for you. Shane, how much time we got? Ooh, man, I ain't know if this late. Uh, brother, you're doing mm. fine. Um Great word today. We're live with Pastor Terry Jefferson. If you're just tuning in, excuse me. And uh, Word of Revelation uh, Church in Columbus, Georgia. Brother Terry, while we're live, uh, does the Lord have a word for anybody out there he'd like to deliver? I don't know who this is, uh, but, but I see you in a predicament. No, um, you got to trust God. You done tried everything else. You got to trust God now because this enemy is pulling at you and tearing at you. And, and you get to the point where, you, I mean, it's like you're losing it. But God said, he got you. You got to trust him. The Lord told me, Terry, do you trust me? Well, I think I do. So far, I think I do. Amen. But I was still failing God. 
because sometimes I wasn't trusting him. So I don't know who this is. Uh, the word of the Lord says you got to trust him and you got to change the way you speak. Uh, you're speaking of how bad it is and how messed up it is. God said, no, speak of the victory. Amen. You got to call those things that be not. And in, in order to make them effective in your life, you got to call it into place. We, we had to cast a demon out one, one lady. And, and the Lord said, Terry, go put the praise and music on because the demon came in through music. It's going to have to go out through music. And so when we put this praise and worship song on, this girl went crazy. But the spirit of the Lord drove them out. Whoever you are, uh, you have to really get in tune with God and seek the face of the Lord. Father, right now, the name of the Lord Jesus, you didn't give me this person's name. I know you're female. Uh, I pray for this young lady right now, the name of the Lord Jesus. Seems like her world is collapsing. I bind and break curses off of her life right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray for the strength of the Lord in her life right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Um, I see God building a wall up around you. You're not going to slip down any further. As a matter of fact, you're going to maintain where you're at for a minute, uh, but God's going to raise you back up. And, and it's like God going to, you're a trophy for the Lord. Uh, God's going to show people how he came in and corrected the stuff that was wrong in your life. As a matter of fact, the stuff that after it is corrected, uh, corrected and, and, and put back in place, you put back in place the right way. God said he's going to show people, amen, what he did in your life. And they're going to know that God did it. Uh, Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I break all the demonic curses being released against this woman of God. I pray for strength of the Lord right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we pray for all the deliverance ministries uh, that are going forward and the enemy is attacking them. Uh, the Lord is showing me there are some deliverance ministries put against other deliverance ministries. Don't do that. Amen. Don't measure yourself by yourself because it's not wise. Uh, just do what you do for the Lord and, and, and give God glory for it. Don't sit up and say, well, you need to go to this deliverance man or that. No, no. You pray and ask God, Lord, where to send them. Can I be effective in their life? Because I'm being obedient or should they go to a different ministry? Uh, whatever God wants, God, that's what we want to do. Amen. Uh, there's someone, I don't, I, I don't really know what this means, but, but it's, it's like God is showing me with feathers. I don't know what these feathers mean, but I'm seeing like bird feathers and, and you got feathers on you. Amen. Uh, one time the Lord showed me this about a banana. Uh, I don't I forgot what it was about a banana. And and um, this young lady called in and she told me, well, uh, uh, Apostle, that was for me because we sing a banana song. I just got showed me a banana and I didn't. He, don't show me nothing about no music, but I just showed me a banana, and, and but I didn't know what they meant. Well, God is showing me feathers now, and someone, I don't know if this means God going to give you wings to get up above what you're going through, and, and you trust him, and he'll take you up. Uh, that's someone you're having dreams. Thank you, Father. God is showing me you, you're having dreams. You, you're, you're flying in the air, and you don't have. You don't really have wings, but there's a force that's holding you up and, and you can see what's going on down below you. Uh, God is saying, uh, I'm, I'm taking you up in the spirit and I'm going to show you what is happening. But I need you to be obedient to me because as you get high in the spirit, the enemy's going to do things to try to pull you back down. So you got to stay up. You got to keep reading. You got to spend more time with the Lord. Glory to God. That's someone you, you have a very small child. This child is having some real issues in their body. Amen. And, and, and they don't really expect this child to live. Father, I pray for this baby right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come against these childhood diseases that's fighting this baby. Amen. Father, I curse what this devil is doing right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, your child has special um, uh, prophetic gifts in their life. And God wants to use this baby and raise this baby in, in ministry. But, but the enemy is trying to kill him. Father, I bind and break that curse right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, I bind up any demonic destructive things coming against the person of God or the woman of God to make that child fall. I curse at the roots. That someone you have a, a child 
that is very rebellious. Amen. But God's going to raise that child up. Don't give up on them. I know they might be doing some crazy stuff right now, but the Lord said uh, they're going to surprise you because God's going to save them and they're going to be in ministry. Amen. As wild as they are now, uh, they're going to be in ministry. Uh, the Lord said he's going to uh, uh, explode in this person's life, explode in this child's life. And this child, they, they ain't really a child. They're probably in their 30s. Uh, pushing 40, uh, God is going to explode in them because they know the word of God and they know the word of faith, uh, but they just don't want to do right. Uh, God's going to come in and, and God's going to put them in a predicament. They got to make a choice. You have to understand uh, many of the things in your life, uh, many of the occurrences in your life is based on choice. You reap what you sow. Uh, so you can't complain uh, about issues uh, when you've not done right. Uh, the Lord said, as you do right, uh, the enemy is going to fight you harder, but you got to continue to do right because as I promote you, I'll take you past uh, the enemy's ability to stop you. Amen. Thank you, Father. There's there's someone. Um, thank you, Father. Uh, your husband or wife team. Uh, God is putting things together stronger in your marriage. Your marriage is okay, uh, but you don't have that closeness the way that you should have. Uh, the Lord is, is tearing down the barriers, and you, you and your husband are going to get a lot closer. And, and y'all going to make better decisions when it comes to, to ministry. And thank you, Father. Glory to God. Uh, some of y'all, you have children that you get ready to send to college. Uh, God's going to be, he's going to have to protect your child. Because it, no matter how good a child is, once they get on their own, it's a whole different story. You got to pray the divine protection of the Lord to go with that child everywhere they go because they're going to be influenced by other children. And, and, and saints of God, when you're, when you're saved and your Holy Ghost feel, there's certain things you just don't want your kids to do. But, but a child going to do what they want, whether, you wanna, whether they want to obey you or not. But they got to make that choice. You got to trust that God will keep them from falling and keep them from getting crazy and losing it. Uh, you got your prayer of faith will keep them in a position where God will constantly protect them. Glory to God. Thank, uh, I'm, I'm seeing uh, someone. Thank you, Father. It's, I see you out of, like in a big open field. It's, I don't know what this means. It's like you're out in a big open field and, and God is waiting on you because you're going to have to plant. Uh, you're going to have to plant in that field and, and God is going to have to bring forth seed that represents life and faith. Amen. Uh, to the people in that territory. It's about and, and the Lord is going to begin to use you, but you got to be obedient. As someone, you, you've been too busy, you, you're disobedient, God's not pleased, but you got to turn around and do what God has called you to do. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, uh, Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for the people of God. I bind up the demonic stuff that would cause chaos in their lives. Father, I bind up all demonic spirits of confusion, delusion. I bind up all demonic spirits of chaos. Uh, I bind up depression spirits. Uh, that, my God, uh, there's too many of you, uh, like suicide is coming at you and you want to take your life. I bind that spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Uh, you have the strength to overcome anything. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I pray for strength of the Lord in these people's lives right now. Right now. Uh, there's a brother you're fighting very, very, very hard, uh, but 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 you compromise. You got to stop compromising, and, and the battle will be much easier if if you stop compromising and let God have His way. Uh, things will turn around for you. Glory to God. Uh, don't 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 be surprised that people will attack you because you're trying to do right. Amen. You got to rebuke the devil and stay focused on Christ and keep going forward. Thank you, Jesus. 
uh, Brother Shannon, the Lord said, uh, this enemy is going to keep trying to stop you. He's going to keep attacking you. Uh, he's going to try to shut down Omega Man. He's going to really try to shut it down, but he's not going to be able to do that. He's not going to be able to do that. Uh, uh, the Lord said, this is, my, uh, this is my voice. And I'm using your platform, that platform that he's established to you and your obedience to speak the word of life to people. And, and some people, uh, they're going through so bad. And, and this show is, in, is an opportunity uh, for God to come in and speak to them and give them encouragement. Hey, man, uh, you'll be amazed how many people are affected by this particular platform. Uh, Father, we pray for Mega Man Radio right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. We pray, God, that you will enlarge their territory. And Father, you send them into places where they say they can't go. But God, you're, you're, you're the author and finisher of our salvation. You're the God of all the earth. I mean, you're the God, the creator of all things. And don't nobody say something that can't be done if you say it can. So, God, we come in agreement with your will, plan, and purpose. We come in agreement with what you have for the people of God. We lift up Brother Shannon and his wife and family, amen, and his brother while they're over there in, in Bali. We pray, God, that you would protect them and strengthen them. And, God, we pray that your favor would so explode on them that wherever you send them, God, things would just explode and people would hear the word of God and they would get revelation needed to go forward in the things of God. Father, every demonic force that is trying to stop the voice of God from speaking, I bind that spirit now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And, God, we loose as many legions of giant war angels with flaming swords to attack wickedness in the atmosphere right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Satan, I break your curse. I break your demonic power. I destroy your demonic mountains. We burn up your demonic uh, spider webs. So that's got people blocked and stuck. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. And Father, I loose that anointing that would just take people to a whole nother level in God. I pray the strength of the Lord, amen, to explode in the churches. God, that we would live right, act right, talk right, do right, give right, receive right. That money is coming. Somebody, you're going to. Money is not going to be an issue with you. you. You're struggling really bad now, but the Lord is giving to set you up and money is not going to be an issue for you. And the reason God is going to release so much money to you because he knows money, you're not going to get caught up in the money. You're going to, you're going to sow and you're going to help and you're going to give. Amen. And, and you're not going to get caught up in it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we lose the, the anointing of God to attack the demonic Landmines, the demonic pitfall uh, that's being set up to fight against the people of God. Right now, I'm, I'm seeing like a tiger is stalking uh, somebody. Uh, uh, but the Lord said, you keep your armor on and just as this thing comes to pounce on him, he's going to turn you around and you're going to put that sword on him. You're going to put the sword of the spirit on him. So you're not going to lose. You're not going to die. Amen. You're going to be able to put that word on him and it's going to turn things around. And God said, you've already won the battle, but I got to take you through it. I got to take you through it to show you my power in your life. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the strength of the people of God to continue to go forward in the things of God. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thank God. Oh, my God, I felt that. Thank Powerful you, word tonight. Praise the Lord. Just joining us. We're live with Pastor Terry Jefferson. Brother Terry, do you have a title you'd like to put on your message tonight for the archive? Uh, spirit of Confusion. <laughs> okay. Uh, we certainly have that going on in the land. Uh, Brother Terry, question for you. Yes, sir. Um, God had me start getting our family's passports updated, and it took me over six months to get it done. Praise God that we got it all updated, including mine. I've got a fresh passport. It was going to expire next year. So that took a lot of stress off us. 
Amen. We're seeking the Lord right now to figure out what he wants us to do in terms of uh, do we continue here on the island? We've been here seven years or else. I haven't heard anything from him, so we're just uh, uh, going basically uh, uh, 90 days at a time with our landlord here. Our lease is up, but she's got its extent. Does the Lord have anything to say about uh, where he'd have us to be? And the other thing I'm I'm inquiring of the Lord is uh, I need to raise some finances. And I would like to start a business again. I did that before Amen. Mega Man Radio. I've got my schedule Amen. worked out to where I can do the shows here uh, in America in the mornings, which is night my time, and i got some time during the day. Does God have Amen. anything to say about a business venture at this time? I would like to do something. The Lord had, hadn't given me a word in but if he does, I would definitely, you know, I would definitely call you and let you know, man, God, I'm serious. Okay. I'm serious. But I, trust me, you're not going to be just be putting out there and not having to do this is a platform God is using worldwide. Trust me. Uh, God going to come through and he's going to show you just what to do. I can guarantee that. I'm serious. Because our that. God do not lose. No, sir, he doesn't. It's an honor to serve him. And uh, I'm going to start knocking on some doors. And if he opens them, then I know to step through them. If not, then it's not the timing. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> well, Terry, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, how do people make contact with you in the ministry and support your work? Hey Amen. You can get, we we give our number out seven zero six six eight nine nine zero zero four. Give us a call back. We try to call everybody back. We had a young man called us from Australia. I tried calling him back, but every time I would call the number back, that kid said, "But this number is not um, receiving calls. Uh, this number is not available. I don't know what's going on." Uh, if you called us, we could do. I promise you, we'll do our best to get back to you. Uh, but you got to give me good information. Uh, you can look us up on the web. We're on Facebook. Uh, we get kicked off YouTube a lot because we preach stuff they don't want to hear. But um, we'd be on Facebook, and you can reach us on Facebook. Uh, go to TerryJefferson.com or WordOfRevelation.com, uh, and you get the web page. But we do encourage you at least reach out to us. We do our best to reach back and try to be a blessing to you. Amen. We have service every Wednesday and every um, Sunday. Amen. Folks, go to wordofrevelation.com or terryjefferson.com. My friend, thank you for coming on today, and you have a great weekend. Would you like to close us in prayer? Amen. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I bless the people of God. I pray that the word would just penetrate their hearts and minds and spirit. God, give your people wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. God, give them the ability to go forward and and, and and just destroy the works of the enemy. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, empower your people. Empower us to be able to be obedient to you. God, we need a special anointing to walk in the authority given us. God, teach us warfare. Father, right now, preserve, amen, us that we will go into enemy territory and win it for the glory of God. Right now, I pray, God, that there will be no retaliation or backlash because people heard the word of God. Right now, in Jesus' name, we are blood covered, blood bought, and blood washed. Amen. Thank Amen. God. God bless you, my friend. We'll see you again soon. Thank you, Brother Terry. All righty. All righty. God bless. That was Terry Jefferson. And I've reconnected with Brother Terry through Facebook uh, for a bit there. We were having difficulty connecting with one another because I had uh, closed down my AT&T connection. But I've got that resolved. We're back in connection. We got them on today. And uh, I'm going to stay on top of uh, scheduling and get Brother Terry on a couple times in August uh, per his schedule availability. Well, 
I hope you enjoyed the programs we had tonight. We had uh, E.J. Buckhart in the warning program. We had uh, Joseph Farrar, and that was Pastor Terry Jefferson. And uh, always an honor to have the man of God on this program. We're getting our shows uploaded daily. So I'm happy about that. We've got titles on them. So we fixed some problems that we had in the past. Now we have a second podcast also. It's called The Omega Man Reloaded. And I'm a little bit disappointed on that. And I think uh, the problem is we don't have enough people to know that it exists yet. But I need your help out there to get the word out about this uh, second channel that we have because that's where we're loading uh, everything prior to season 13, which is where we're in right now. And um, I haven't gotten uh, a lot of people to go over there and begin to access those shows. We've got maybe 60 downloads a day, nothing to write home about. But uh, I'm going to continue to build that up, and uh, I do need your help to let people know how to find these websites. And the way to do it is just send them to OmegaManRadio.com. If we can get them there, you can scroll down and you'll see um, both feeds. I'm hoping that's enough. I've been advertising it wherever I could. Um, And uh, haven't got a lot of feedback on that channel yet, but it is new. And uh, we did have some disruptions in the beginning uh, with our Podbean account, and then it was on SoundCloud and back to Podbean. But, well, all that has been straightened out. The good news is, after about six weeks, making some changes and uh, evaluating the different platforms, I've got it pretty much dialed in. We're using Podbean for the uh, the two podcasts, Omega Man and then the Omega Man Reloaded. Uh, I've got everything uh, funneling from there. Uh, Twitter is getting updated automatically. Twelve other platforms are back. And um, so we just need some word-of-mouth advertising. And I want to thank those that are doing that out there. However, you can help uh, us get some more people tuning in, the better. We've got, we're pulling maybe 225 uh, subscribers to the Podbean app. That means 225 people have uh, downloaded it and indicated they want to be alerted when we're alive. So uh, our reach is still small, and uh, I am believing God is going to give us a way to get out there to a larger swath. But in the meantime, uh, we've got uh, a few of these issues that need to be fixed I think uh, sorted out now, and so I'm happy about that. Things stabilized again, and now we just got to grow this thing back. Um, on another note, I've been thinking a lot about the mountain of God, Jabal Al-Laws, or Al-Luz, however you want to pronounce it, sitting over there along the Jordanian border. And uh, when Trump took office and reestablished Relations with the king over there, if you will, at a level never been done before or in a long time. Uh, the country has opened up. People are taking regular tours. There, I know some people that have done it. And they're going over to Jabal Laws, which is in an uh, area called Tabuk. It's a couple-hour flight from the uh, capital there in Jeddah. And you get out there, and there are tours now up to the mountain the split rock of Horeb and the 
archaeological sites all over there. I don't know. I feel drawn to the mountain. And uh, I'm going to be seeking the Lord. I'm going to try in the next year to make my first trip out there. And I've been looking, and you can fly from Indonesia into uh, Jeddah, get another hop right into Tabuk, get a local guide, and a four-wheel drive, and you just truck up there to the uh, the site. I'm going to try to get over there in the next year. That's my plan. Uh, scout out all the locations, and maybe begin to do some tours over there at some point, if God's behind it. There are people doing tours, and they're charging people four to five grand, which is just crazy. And I thought, does it cost that much? And that's uh, in addition to airfare. Well, airfare, not much you can do about that, but there are guides over there that uh, will do day trips out there for like 250 bucks in a in a four-wheel drive. And I'm thinking, well, then why do you need to pay four to five grand for one of these organized tours? I'm not doing that. Well, those are money-making operations. But if God uh, backs me on this in the next year, I'm going into Saudi Arabia. I'm going to get in over there up to the mountain, and we're going to try to do a podcast. Literally. I'm not joking. From Mount Sinai. So uh, a number of Christian organizations have been going in there now for about five years. Uh, They're building a city over there. Is that the one called Neem? Nim? And uh, something big is cooking over there. Unless the war stops it. But I feel drawn to the mountain, and I'm going to do an exploratory trip over there. I've been tracking this for about 25 years. But you couldn't get in without an invite by the the government. It was just locked down. Unless you're a, a Muslim and you were making uh, Hajj, you know, the, the pilgrimage that you're supposed to do once in your lifetime to Mecca. But all that's cleared. There's no vaccination requirements there. and So I'm going to begin to, uh, in the next 12 months, Um, reach out and try to find some local Bedouins over there, local guide, and uh, see if I could plot out a uh, strategy to get to the mountain and back and hit the sites and see what it would cost to do it. I know it shouldn't take four to five grand that these uh, tour operators are charging, but, you know, it's just they're making money. That's okay for them, but um, I'm not going to spend that. I'm looking at uh, flights right now. You can get a flight pretty reasonably, about 900 bucks one way. So that, that's pretty reasonable from this part of the world. Costs a little bit more, of course, if you're coming from further away than Saudi Arabia. But, uh, yeah, that's something interesting, just putting that out there. Uh, I don't know who may be tuning in that may have contacts on the ground locally. And if you do, contact me. But um, there we are. Okay. I'm really liking this schedule. I think uh, we're getting some good response from this time period. For those that um, would like to tune in live, it, it's uh, inspiring to me to try something new here in our 13th year. And uh, I've got some time freed up during the day, provided I go to bed on time, which has been uh, kind of sketchy. And so um, I am... Uh, seeking the Lord right now to see if he'll authorize me to get into some entrepreneurial efforts. We need to raise money for this program. We are just going day to day, and I want to thank those that do support the program, but I'm going to see if this is the time that God will let me do it. And I have some other ideas, as I mentioned, maybe some tours that we could put together. 
to the mountain and some other ways to raise some resources. But uh, keep us in prayer. Please help us by getting the word out about this program. That's what we need the most right now is some advertising, uh, especially now when podcasts are just uh, you know, uh, being created daily. There's, uh, I think, 200,000 podcasts now worldwide. A lot of competition. And um, it's, it's becoming more difficult than ever to reach an audience with the bigger platforms and their censorship rules. So there we are. But, you know, God uh, wants us to keep going, and we're going to keep going, and he's going to have to uh, open up some new doors, clearly. But in the meantime, I'm going to do what I can do. And I want to thank, um, and having done all stand, I want to thank all of you who do support this program, who tune in. Uh, the programs are free to download and uh, give me some time you'll begin to see some beefed up archives over there uh, remastered shows and so plenty of content for the taking okay folks have a great weekend I'm expecting my brother in town here over the weekend he made it to Tokyo and uh, he's jet lagged and I told him don't be in a rush you got to get acclimated to this environment he's going to be over on this side of the globe probably till January doing some business travel in some of the countries over here. and Who knows, he may even put down a um, a home base here in Bali. I said, well, come over and spy out the land and uh, scout it out. And, of course, if you were looking for a place this side of the world to be, no better place than where you got tribe. So I'm here, and uh, we may stay here. We're, we're still seeking God, see what he wants us to do. Um, still looking for another place to rent. We've outgrown where we're at. And uh, we'll keep looking. And if if God wants us to be here, it, that will happen. If not, it may be him closing the door and telling us it's time to relocate somewhere else. But I don't know. He hasn't said one way or the other. So we're just doing what we still need to do, irregardless on our side. And that was uh, uh, scale down a little bit, uh, get our paperwork in order, um, tighten things up, and and wait for next instructions. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, we all need your instructions. Guide and direct all of our steps. Have your way. Not our will, Lord, but thy will be done in Jesus' name for those that will agree. We thank you, God, for this opportunity. Father God, in Jesus' name, bless everybody who's come out to tune into these programs, who have supported these shows. Bless them mightily, God. Meet their needs. In Jesus' name. Give us favor, Father God. Expand all of our territories. Open up some new doors. We plead the blood of Jesus Christ over all of us, God. Speak to us through your word, dreams, visions. And order our footsteps. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray, God, for a hedge of protection, wall fire from Zechariah 2 and 5, around each and every person. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I tell you, I uh, I feel uh, hopeful, especially now that we've got uh, all of our immigration stuff done, at least for another, let's say, nine months. I have to renew my Indonesian residency every five years, so it's still good for about another nine months to a year. But all of our American stuff is done. Uh, dual citizenship for the kids is complete. Mom's got her passport. So... Boy, that was a lot of work. I'm here to tell you it was a paperwork nightmare, but I'm so glad we got it done. 
and uh, I've got a green light to leave the country again. So I'm thinking anything's possible. Might be taking a trip come January. Who knows? Pop up at uh, the Hegwish Baptist Church. I haven't been to the men's conference there since 2011, almost 12 years. Uh, anything's possible. As I mentioned, another year I want to hit hit uh, Jeddah. Uh, it'd be good just to get out of this island. We've been I've been trapped here for three years, uh, not able to go anywhere because of uh, the uh, visa issues and uh, the COVID-19 requirements. But that has all been lifted about six weeks ago. We can literally come and go at leisure. And um, I'm feeling good about this. Feel free again. I guess it's freedom I feel after, you know, intensive lockdown. It was rough over here. But praise God. We'll see if he wants to stay or if he wants us to go. And irregardless, we've got the uh, ability to broadcast from anywhere. So uh, I think there's a lot of people in the Valley of Decision right now. And we just put our faith and trust in God. And um, he is going to get us where we need to go. Amen. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. I love and appreciate you. Let me get these up. I'm going to get some more relocate, reloaded shows up before I hit the sack. Try to get to bed before 4.30 a.m. That's too late. Uh, that just ruins everything. But if I can go to bed by, let's say, 2.30 a.m., my time, then I can still get a good night's rest and feel fresh and got the whole day ahead of me. Um, okay, enough about that. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time on Omega Man Radio. God bless you.